Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm just going to keep sliding off my head. It's a struggle. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Spatula and everything. I know. This is, uh, for audio listeners, I'm SpongeBob. But, um... Yes. This is one of my least complicated cosplays that I've ever put together, but it's also one of my favorites. Because, like, yeah. in my personal opinion, it's adorable. It's super comfortable. I, like, have yet to actually take this to a convention, but I'm totally going to. Because I based it off of the, like, Broadway version yeah. of Spongebob, but it's super recognizable, like, even just, like, if you're just, like, for someone, someone who's never seen that. Like, I even have the, cor- I even have the correct socks... Like, oh, I love it. And I think if I just maybe, like, got, like, a little crusty crab, like, I made, like, a crusty crab hat. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I can carry that around. I wish he still worked. Big sad. Oh, and this is the mug I got at SpongeBob SquarePants on Broadway. Love that show so much. I was reading the book. It says manager material. Have I made you listen to that soundtrack yet? You know what? I don't think that one, no. That's alarming. Oh, you want to hear something cute? Kyle still thinks he has a choice as to whether or not he listens to the American Psycho soundtrack. Yeah, that's that's very silly. Isn't it? <laughs> I'm such a pain but, in the ass. So naive. Mm-hmm. So early on. It's, it's too early. He'll learn. He'll learn. Um, but yes, welcome. It's our Halloween episode. So... <laughs> Everything's about Halloween and spooky stuff and ghosts and all that great, all that amazing yeah. stuff today. So, so I'm sure excited. Hmm? I put so much effort into this. I actually got out a step stool so I could look in a box on the top shelf of my closet to find these ears that I haven't seen in years. That run. That counts. That's effort. I mean, oh, all I did. Yeah. This is this was very this was low effort to put together in the first place, and this was extremely low effort for me for today because all I had to do was dig through a bin in my closet. But what's, what's really fun about them, though, because, again, I hadn't seen them in years, but I was like, I know I have a pair of cat ears in this box somewhere with my other, like, I have, like, three costumes that I rotate because I'm lazy. Um, I have the Waldo one, which I wore last Halloween episode, and I have a pirate one, and I have Little Red Riding Hood, and those are the only three costumes I have. I mean, they all but, count. Yeah, yeah. But um, I forgot, like... I feel like these are like the hooker version of cat ears. Because... No, okay. I was about to say it's giving me the I'm a mouse, duh. It's got the like you know kind of boa. Fe- yeah. Oh, just... Um, and the this part is leather. Ooh, 
again, it's 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 the um what do they call like there's a word for it in mean in mean girls where like Halloween's an excuse to dress up like like to be a slut, which like if yeah. you're, I mean first of all if you're gonna be slutty any day of the year, good for you, and also have fun, wear your lingerie yeah. and cat ears, damn it. Yeah, I really I don't remember where I got these. I've had them forever. Like, so you've never time. had a mean girls moment of lingerie and cat ears. <laughs> no, I did <laughs> uh, dress as a sex worker one year for Halloween. Of course, at the time we referred to it as a hooker, but that's not really uh yeah, no longer really appropriate um, because some cute guy at school said that he was gonna go like out on Halloween with me and this friend of ours as our pimp, and we were supposed to be. You know, sometimes then, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. I have this red snake skin dress. Anyway. You have Okay, we need to talk about this later. <laughs> leather. Actually, Ooh. leather. Ooh. Yeah, no. When I was a, there... I've seen some questionable Halloween costumes just as a child because the conversation had not gotten that far yet socially. Just like, yeah. like white girls going as like Pocahontas and stuff. Yeah. And it's like... Mm. Yeah. Well, we just didn't understand at the time. I just thought well, she was a pretty princess, and because I wanted to be Pocahontas, I never got to. Well, and that's the thing. Like, when I was, like, nine, I think I got, like, a Halloween store kimono and went as, like, a geisha, which is, like, so fucked up in retrospect. Yeah. yeah. But when you're a kid, you're just like, ooh. Pretty, pretty red gown. silk dress. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what, yeah. I, that's what I saw. I was like, ooh, I get to yeah. wear... And like I wore like flip flops, of course. So I was like, oh, I get to wear flip flops in this pretty like red silk robe. I was that. I was so here for it. And then looking back, I was like, oh my god. But it was it was very pure and innocent, you know. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, but so there we go. There's my one quote unquote cancelable offense out in the open. I tried to go for peak autumnal vibes with uh, the last pod glass. I absolutely and... love it. Apple cider. The only reason I'm not drinking cider right now is because this is the only f this is the first good cup of tea I've had all day. Because on my way to work this morning, I forgot to stop and pick up milk, so I just had to drink black tea with like a shit ton of sugar in it, and it was disgusting. But a bitch has a caffeine addiction to feed. So that was my day. But other than that, well, actually, since we're kind of on the topic of Halloween costumes, talking about our past mistakes. <laughs> oh seconds after I met, admitted that I dressed as a hooker for Halloween one year and regretted it immediately. It happens to the best of us. Um, let's take it in the opposite direction. What are your dream Halloween costumes? And in parentheses for this question, I have money is no object and you personally don't have to do any work if you don't want to because I know you don't like putting stuff together, but putting stuff together is very, very fun for me. So I would like to do the work. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Because so I, someday, someday I will drag you to a convention. I do not give a shit if I have to do every single one of your costumes for you. I will do it. All you have to do is show up. That's fine with me. I don't, again, I just don't have the time nor the inclination nope, to I'll make. Do it. I'll do it all. It'll be so much fun for me. I mean, I got the whole, oh, it's on a frame, out of frame now, but my sewing machine back here on my... Great. Craft table and all I'll bring, that. <laughs> I will bring all my. I will bring any and all fabric I need. Do all the sewing at your place. We'll go to like um, Rochester Comic Con or something. It'll be freaking great. 
Oh, you just missed Flower City Comic Con like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I'm signed up for the Albany Comic Con and the Saratoga Comic Con. Saratoga, I'll be entering my first ever cosplay contest. Nice. So wish was... me luck, because holy shit, I'm going to need oh, it. Is that the one you're going as Magia? Yes. Which is what I'm doing for actual Halloween. Shocker. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And then okay. for Albany Comic Con, I'm going as uh, Wart from Over the Garden Wall. Yes. And I'm right. making his cape myself. That is my way of... I'm stepping up my cosplay skills by actually learning how to sew and getting real stage makeup, which is terrifying because I know nothing about real makeup. So this is very zero to a hundred for me. Mm. But I'm trying. I am trying. Mm. Yeah, what are some dream costumes? And I mean, I reuse everything for conventions, so cosplays, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least for me. I did not get what you were saying. <laughs> Man, I don't know what would be... I think that's also the other major reason I don't really do costumes, is, like, I'm always short on ideas. Fascinating. I have an endless list in my mind. One yeah. of the big ones is Elphaba from Wicked, which is kind yeah. of simple, but if I had, like, a shit ton of time and money and, like, you know, I could do whatever, I would actually, like, you know, get, like, the, like, Broadway quality, like, makeup and, like, learn how to contour, like, underneath it so that my, like, act, so it's not just, like, I'm, like, completely, like, washed out by, like, the flat green makeup. And, like, yeah. her dress in the musical, it's not just, like, plain black fabric. It's, like, this really pretty, like... It almost reminds me of, like, snakeskin, but not quite. It's got all these, like, iridescent threads running through it. And, like, oh, it's so pretty. So, like, I would do that. I would do, like, actual stage quality alphaba. I think that would be really fun. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could always think... I don't, it's hard to pick, like, here would be a dream one, but I could think of things that would be, like be cool like i mean go for it i can i can i can do that too don't you worry but <laughs> i feel like so many of the things that i like i'd be like oh, okay I, I would do a costume with that because it's the thing i enjoy i would then just spend all my time explaining to people who i was that really is the struggle nobody not a single person when i went to new york city comic-con dressed up as audrey horn no one knew who i was not a single person, but it did get me some free stuff because this guy had this prize wheel and he had this booth that was like, you know, just a bunch of like vintage comics and like old posters and stuff. And he had this prize wheel and it was like, oh, you could pay a couple bucks to spin it. I was like, you know what, dude, I'll spin it if you can guess who I am. And he couldn't guess. So I want a big stack of free comic books. There you go. That's... We use it to your advantage. Yeah, I guess. but yeah, not a single person knew who I was. I was like, damn, really? That was, that was yeah. kind of big sad. For some reason, one of the first things that popped in my head was Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I think people would definitely know that. Well, her hair changes Yeah, but times. still, that's a very distinctive haircut. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a wig people are going to recognize, I would think. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just gonna cut my hair and dye it like that. I was this close to shaving my own head in a New York City hotel bathroom because I was dressing up as Eleven the next day. Don't underestimate what people will do for cosplay. People do it. But the fun thing is I, I could totally wear, like, rollerblades. Oh, hell yes. 
and you know skate around just holding a package because then you know, kind of works. That would be so bomb. No, and that would totally. Like I've seen people do stuff like that at Comic Con. You could totally pull that off. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, for some reason, that was just the first thing that came to my head. And I mean, obviously, if I have like unlimited time and money, I would like get one that like. I would just do Naja, but step it up even further. Just like some of the like, like recreate some of the actual like handmade specifically for that show stuff that she wears instead of just like piecing. Yeah. T- like what I've done is like I was like, oh, I got this like Victorian style blouse and like a skirt and like uh, like you know like a red silk scarf and like it looked like in my personal opinion looks really good. But like that blue dress that she's wearing in the like in the episode with Gail where they're like out playing kickball in the snow. Oh my god. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd get that made for me. So I had a thought that I wasn't sure if I should say it out loud because... So... I just texted it to you and you can tell me. I'm like a freak. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I sent him a tweet the other day that was like, Short King, stay inside. It's a little windy today. Yeah, you sent me the screenshot. Um, I'm putting this out in a public forum right now. If Kyle ever breaks up with me, it's because he's had enough. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> you should say that, because that's funny. Oh, I, would it be bad? No. Okay, just making sure. I send him every single Short King joke that I can find, <laughs> and he hasn't dumped me yet. Because I was thinking about, you know, your, your, um, when you were specifically mentioning some of the, like, custom-made dresses that, that Nadja has, mm-hmm. and of course how Nadja doll has, like, the same oh, one, you sure. know, they have matching dresses, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute, and I was like, oh, it'd be cool if you could get somebody to, like, dress as Nadja doll, and have, like, the doll makeup, you know, and try to, to look like a doll, and I was like, oh, but ideally it'd be somebody smaller, and <laughs> You have a boyfriend who's shorter than you are. I do indeed. And he has long hair. He does have long hair. Um, actually, okay. speaking of my boyfriend who's shorter than I am, this has nothing to do with the fact that he's shorter than I am. It only has to do with the fact that he's a guy. Have you ever had to be the person to put makeup on a man for the first time? No. They are impossible to deal with. Huh. Like, the fear in their eyes when you, like, when you're trying to put mascara on them. Are you talking about Faraki Horror? I'm talking about Faraki Horror. <laughs> I noticed he was wearing makeup in the picture you sent. Yeah, no, he did not, I did not get to do as complicated as I liked because he could not keep his face still. That was his first time wearing makeup? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. So I mean, aside from, like, you know, a school play and, like, yeah, middle school. Yeah. Yeah, but that's different. That's just, like, stage makeup. Yeah. It like, didn't middle. go. It didn't go great. <laughs> I wanted to get a lot more complicated than I was actually able to. Fascinating. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Or like, just putting makeup on anyone who's never worn it before, especially eye makeup. They're like, Ugh. yeah, I don't know if I've ever done that before. It's interesting. <laughs> like, I probably played with makeup with my friends when I was a kid or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think as like. An adult or even a teenager. Yeah. 
I've been the person to do that several times because of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and the fact that my friends and I in high school went to them pretty regularly. I would be way too nervous to do any pers- other person's eye makeup, like especially something like eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, no, I was mm, that I wasn't gonna. I can hardly do that's the thing. I can hardly do eyeliner on myself. Yeah, like everything else, I'm vaguely competent, but like yeah. no, I could. I mm, I don't think I can do that to another person. But yeah, I have so many. I can th- like I have so many cool ones I can think of. I know that I'm going to try to put together a Chihiro from Spirited Away for next year's New York City Comic Con. Because Mm -hmm. Kyle wants to put together, like, a big, like, no face. But, like, it would involve, like, PVC and, like, things sitting on shoulders and getting really complicated. My apologies. These have to come off. My head is killing me. I'll allow it. No, I'm still flying through the air. You tried. Um, you would be fun. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. That would be genius. No one would know. Absolutely not a single person would know. But God, that would be a fun day for you. You could carry around like a little bike horn. Yeah. Honk, honk. Yeah. <laughs> I would just keep saying honk, honk. Love it. <sighs> yeah, see, that's what I said. Like, everything that pops in my head would offer a higher explanation. Interesting. Because, like, one of the first things I do is start, like, scanning my head for, like, TV shows and movies that I really enjoy and what would be a character from one of those things that I would want to be. And it tends to be stuff that's not watched as often. The struggle. Yeah. One of the kind of weird ones I would like to put together at some point is, you know how in Rick and Morty on the Citadel they have, like, the guards? Mm Mm-hmm. That have, like, the uniform that has the weird art. Like, I, I want to do, like, a Citadel of Rick's Guard, Morty. Nobody would, like... I mean, people would probably figure it out based on, like, the, the logo. But I just... I think it'd be fun. Just for no other reason. I just think it'd be kind of fun. And I have, uh, like, a foam Rick and Morty blaster that I got at, like... Comic-Con in 2018, I think? So. Fun little prop. But yeah, that's one where people might not entirely get it, but like people would definitely know, I think, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the problem with a lot of costumes is like, sometimes the people you want to dress up as just dress like people. Mm. (laughs) You know? And it's like people, they, they don't know if you're wearing a costume or if you're just, that's how you dress. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Oh, it would be fun to be, this would be another one where I'd have to rope Kyle in, but Sophie and Howell from Howl's Moving Castle, and you could get nuts. But actually, I would want it to be Howell, but like the blonde version of him in the beginning of the movie with that sick-ass cape. Oh my god. God, that'd be so much fun. Mmm. Yeah. Are you pretending you know what I'm talking about? No. Don't you remember? We actually started to watch it. Yeah, I know. I didn't remember how quickly you fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help it. I get so tired. No, it happens. I actually, actually, oh, this is one I would really love to do, but it requires more friends that live close to me. Although I suppose if we're not talking about money, then I could just have people come in. I want to do the Beatles, but the Yellow Submarine Beatles. Oh. 
that I think would be super fun and you could get really creative with your makeup. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen it, but I've seen plenty of imagery. Oh my god, yeah. I've like I've seen someone on TikTok who does a cosplay of one of the Beatles. I think it's Ringo from Yellow Submarine, and it's really cool because they like you know they put together the suit and everything, and it looks pretty like you know it's you know all those same colors and everything. So it's like pretty psychedelic looking, but it's like a normally tailored suit. But then they have this really cool just like eyeliner thing going on to kind of make their face look a little more cartoony. It's super cool, and I think that'd be fun. And I would want a whole group of friends to do it with me. Thank you very much. Oh, I actually have had, I don't know why this, I just thought of this. I had two costumes in mind that I wanted to do forever, but when I was younger, do I tell. never got to. Oh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Wonder Woman for Halloween so bad. Well, when I say younger, I'm talking kind of like college. Okay, hit me with it still. So one of them is Carmen Sandiego. Nice. Because you get to wear the cool hat and, like, the trench coat, you know? I love it. And you can just keep your hat pulling over your face the whole night. It's a good time. Um, and the other is Rufio from Hook. Nice. Because I want the... The mohawk. And then I would go around and, like, insist people chant Rufio, chant Rufio at me all the time. Hell yeah. I love it. No, what was I saying? Oh my god, what was I saying? I was literally just saying words. I wanted to be Wonder Woman so goddamn bad as a child. In yeah, because, you know, it's cold oh. on Halloween. But I wanted to be Wonder Woman for Halloween so bad! And that's a fun thing about Halloween as an adult, because even if it is going to be cold, you can just choose to suffer. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, a hoe never gets cold. Halloween 2014, I was living in Maine. And cool. My friend and I went to the Chuck, which was technically, um, there was a hotel called the Charles Inn, and it had a bar on the first floor. It was technically called the Big Easy Lounge. Oh, but, okay, I get it. Yeah. But everybody just called it the Chuck. That's the Charles Inn. Um, so my friend and I, we were at the Chuck, and there was a guy who had the most amazing Rufio costume and I got him to take a picture with me, and I can't find the picture anymore, and it makes me very sad. I was like, I was so excited. Oh. I was like, oh my god, it was dead on. I uncovered a picture of myself recently from Halloween when I was like 12 or 13, and there was this thing at one of the colleges near where I grew up where, like, the, like, students who were living there, like, you could trick-or-treat at, like, the townhouses that the students were living in. And that year, I went... Lady Gaga in the bubble dress and this was like peak that era of Gaga and all the people handing out candy were college girls I was famous that night that is yeah. one of my best Halloweens ever I was crushing it and my mom and I put the whole thing together like the night before like I had like a blonde bob wig I had these glasses that said like that were completely square and they said Gaga on them in the front and then we bought like a white under armor just like long sleeve that was a bit big on me and we sewed a bunch of um plastic like clear plastic christmas ornaments to the front of it mm. and i would just wore like black leggings and boots genius like genius i will link that picture with this episode because the world needs to see this so proud of myself
And I did almost no work. Like, I just sort of stood there and helped where I could. I don't know why, but, like, all of my favorite Halloween costumes fit into the genre of just silly objects. Love it. Like, like I want to be a piece of bread. Dude, yes. Just, just a piece of bread. That's it. Nothing fancy. Maybe I can be toast. I don't know. One of the most creative Halloween costumes I ever saw as a kid was a tea bag. Ooh, fun. Where they like had like it like it, they were, it was like wearing like one of those like sandwich board things, but they had yeah. but it was like like mesh netting on both sides and then scraps of fat like black fabric in it within the net. It was like it was so good. It was genius. Yeah. And I think I saw that that person with another person dressed up as a Rubik's cube. Oh, I've seen that before. It was great. I loved it. Oh, a really fun costume to do is to dress up like a Borg from Star Trek. Explain. They're, um, the Borg are, they're not really a race, but... Oh, are they the cube things? Yeah, they they live in a Borg cube that looks sort of like a Rubik's Cube, but, you know, full of just electronics. Uh, (laughs) And they, basically, they kidnap people from all over the, the universe, basically, um, and then they integrate cybernetic components into them, and uh, they become one collective consciousness. Interesting. And so, they're, like, they're, they become drones, essentially, commanded by the Borg Queen. But okay. there's no, like, one Borg look, you know, because they're all different, because they're all just, like, kind of cobbled together with different robot parts, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so you could really get anything that looks sort of robot part-ish and, like, put it on yourself, and you were a boy. That's pretty sad. I was, yeah, like, anything else from Star Trek you would want to go as? Oh, man. Those are pretty recognizable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's there's so many, so many things from Star Trek that would be fun to dress as. It could be, like, an Andorian. Get you some blue antennae. Hell yeah. <laughs> Or even just, like, one of those really fancy, like, where they make, like, the actual cool, what is it, it's, what's the one in Star Trek? It's Starfleet, right? The, that's, like, the, the Academy, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, like, get yourself, like, a really, like, an actual nice Starfleet uniform, not just, like, something that's, like, printed on the fabric. Yeah, I mean, they definitely sell those, and they, uh, they get pricey. Oh, I'm certain. (laughs) <laughs> Which is why I'm saying that'd be great if you didn't have to worry about money. Yeah, that's why, um, and I think it's, if I got one of those, like, part of me, I kind of want one of the ones from the original series for the women that's, like, the miniskirt. Dude, yes! Oh <laughs> my god, that's like, such a look! It. Like, it was one of those things for a long time that bothered me, because I was like, oh, it's sort of like, you know, sexist. But, like, there was actually a point where they had men wearing them, too, in the background. Hell yeah. They just never highlighted it, and I was like, oh, cool, so it's an option. You know? And again, it's such a look. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a bold fashion statement, and I respect it very much. Yeah. Yeah, that I could be, like, extra nerdy and wear a very specific uniform with a very specific, like, ship insignia, and then if people could guess which character I was, I'd just be... Nice. Make me very happy. I absolutely, yeah, I could list random cosplay ideas endlessly, but let's yeah. let's move on. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be a sloth. Mm-hmm. How is that not a costume I have? I want to be a sloth. Dude. 
Come on. I'm, I'm looking over at my friend here. It's a combination of your two favorite creatures. It doesn't work. I'm really mad because I bought it and, like, where did I get this? Uh, oh, near Lake George, actually. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got it home and realized it didn't work, you know, I wasn't about to drive back out there, so. Big sad. I'm, I'm very sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I should really have a sloth question. You totally. Well, that's an easy one. You just get a sloth onesie. Yeah. Those 100% um, have to I, exist. I'm not typing Amazon into my computer right now. I was about to say, why do you not already have one? I didn't just do that. Okay, well, don't <laughs> do it. I need something to get you for Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, it's an inflatable... <laughs> The other day, my mom told me that she bought one of those inflatable dinosaur costumes. Then why isn't she just wearing it at all times? Oh, oh, beats me. Huh? Here's one where it looks like a sloth just hanging onto your back. Oh, I wish That's I was fun. a sloth. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna distract it. No, I absolutely love it. Um. This one isn't necessarily Halloween-specific, but it does involve vampires, which, like, you know, Halloween vibes, so I'm gonna ask it today. And the question is, do we think that if a Jewish person was bitten by a vampire, they would still have to avoid crucifixes? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, I I feel like that's an interesting question because it doesn't, the the whole like vampires being repelled by a crucifix isn't based on the religion of the person who was turned into a vampire. Yeah. 
And I mean, obviously, it's like it comes from the like vampire mythology because it was written like in an extremely like Eurocentric, Judeo-Christian centric yeah. Yeah. Uh, location and time. But like, it makes me think about now in like you know our sort of globalized society. Like, are all religious symbols like a problem now for vampires? The Star of David. Yeah, like, is that a problem? Regardless of whether or not the person who was turned into a vampire is, one, religious at all, and two, what that religion might be. Yeah, because, like, I feel like at this point, either all religious symbols should repel vampires, just like a crucifix would, um, or cross, really, because crucifix is the one that has Jesus actually on it, but... How did I not know that? I don't know. I went to Sunday school, what? Yeah. All right. And usually crucifix is only used in Catholicism. Most other denominations just use the cross without Jesus on it as the... Yeah, we like to remind... (laughs) They like to remind you of suffering. Yeah, yeah. I went to Catholic school, so these are, you know... Catholic guilt, baby! (laughs) Um, But, so it's either that all religious symbols repel them similarly, or... It would essentially be an indication that only one religion is quote-unquote correct. Which is fucked up. Although I am wondering if, let's say vampires are real. What if that got started because at the time, all of your, like, a lot of religious artifacts would be, like, silver. So you're saying silver repels them? Yeah, like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take some of the vampire rules that were given as concrete fact for this little hypothetical that we're engaging in. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like the the rules differ from place, and to they place. differ from place to place because like so many cultures have like a vampire like yeah. myth folktale story, but I'm kind of just taking mostly just like the Dracula one that has kind of seeped into pop culture. See, when I think about vampires, I think about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that would be a fun costume. There you go. Um. Oh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Oh, I remember what it was, but this is not the moment for it. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's possible, but I mean, people use wooden crosses and stuff more often than not. Yeah, so I guess. I guess it would have to be all or none. Yeah. Although I was the the thought that I had was um I can't remember the name of it, but there was there's some sort of illness where people have a certain kind of deficiency. There's some sort of illness that they likely interpreted as vampirism and that's where it came from. And I just can't remember what the illness is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, but I don't know what it is either. Yeah. But it's like, I can't even remember the, the specifics of it. Like, it was like they had some sort of deficiency, and so they might actually be drawn to blood or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Oh, that's kind of driving me crazy. I'm going to have to do some Googling. I don't even know how to Google that, but. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for you there, bud. But the reason I, I bring that up is because, like, if if that's the the origin mm-hmm. of you know why vampires came into the lore, then it's like it makes me wonder how then 
like a crucifix or a cross or whatever would have like made it into yeah like, how that factors in yeah that is a really good question i can't say or i know yeah i because I'd, I'd have to remember more about the thing that mm. i don't remember yeah i really want to get more into like just sort of the history of vampires in popular culture. Like, I haven't even seen, like, the Robert... Or not Robert Eggers, that's the one that's coming out soon. But, like, the Werner Herzog version of Nosferatu, which is, like, one of the most, like, popular, more recent ones. Like, I haven't even seen that. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. No, I mean, there's a lot out there. I haven't seen Interview with the Vampire. I need to get on these things. Okay, never mind. I already found it. <laughs> what is it? Uh, porphyria. Interesting. Yeah. So, the symptoms of people with porphyria, sensitivity to sunlight. Okay. Um, extreme sensitivity leading to facial disfigurement, blackened skin, and hair growth. Right? So that's what? Fangs. In addition to facial disfigurement, repeated attacks of the disease causes the gums to recede, exposing the teeth, which then look like fangs. Okay. Blood drinking. Because the urine of persons with porphyria is dark red, folklore surmised that they were drinking blood. In fact, some physicians had recommended that these patients drink blood to compensate for the defect in the red blood cells, but this recommendation was for animal blood. Okay, I can see how that makes sense to, like, ancient people. They're like, yeah, you're losing blood. Get some more in you. Yeah. Well, it is... So, it is more likely that these patients who only went out after dark because of their sensitivity to sunlight were judged to be looking for blood and their fangs led to talk. Folk tales about vampires. Um, aversion to garlic. <laughs> this, is, this is very deep. Uh, the sulfur content of garlic could lead to an attack of porphyria leading to very acute pain. This is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Reflections not seen in mirrors. <laughs> I'm skimming. In the mythology, a vampire is not able to look in a mirror or cannot see its reflection. The facial disfigurement caused by porphyria becomes worse with time. Poor oxygenation leads to destruction of facial tissues and collapse of the facial structure. Patients, understandably, avoided mirrors. This is fascinating. Finally, fear of the crucifix. Okay. During the Spanish Inquisition, no one expected 600 it. vampires were reportedly burned at the stake. Some of these accused vampires were innocent sufferers of porphyria. Porphyria patients had good reason to fear the Christian faith and Christian symbols. Oh. Yeah. Where we'll link this because this is like yeah. super interesting. If you yeah. want to do so, if you want to do a little yeah. more research on your own time, but that's yeah, wild. This is, um, this is an article in Queen Gazette. All right. From, uh, <laughs> from tomorrow? Oh no, that's today's date. Wow, just today actually. Oh wow, what, cool. Nice updated information for you. Huh. Huh. For some reason, I thought today was the 18th, and I was like, how does that say October? <laughs> Oops. And then I it said Wednesday. I was like, wait, is today? Oh, wait it's a minute. Yeah, no. We're doing great. Um, yeah, no, well, that's, that's very useful. I dig it. Huh. Yeah. 
You and I have very differing opinions on whether or not it would be cool to be a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Do I mean, do we want to argue about this? It seems like the perfect day. Well, I just I just want to point out so that like I said, if I remember what the illness was that I might or like but there might be something relevant there as far as like the Christian iconography and all that. Yes. But it seems like it might be specific to Christianity, but not because it's correct or whatever, but specific to Christianity because Christians have persecuted people's yeah. with porphyria. So that would be my answer. Yeah, I feel like if well, vampires are real, we're definitely going to have to go with an all or nothing. Yeah. Because yeah. in a lot of vampire media, it has become that, like, oh, vampires are, like, unholy or whatever. So yeah. I feel like anything that's considered, like, sacred, mm-hmm. I feel like it might have to be everything mm-hmm. if we're keeping that rule mm-hmm. in a universe where vampires do exist. Yeah, because they can't, um, in some, like, books, movies, TV shows, they can't even go in graveyards because it's hollow ground. Oh, yeah. And that's supposed to be a thing with, and I think in a couple movies it's a thing with witches. Like, that's how they, yeah. that's how they escape the witches and hocus pocus yeah yeah i mean because they like you know they bless the graves and they do yeah those would be fun halloween costumes like get like screen accurate the witches from hocus pocus that'd be great so wigs alone oh i know that'd be a fun time um yeah um, why don't you want to be a vampire you gotta kill people Kill assholes. Done. I still... I still don't want to kill people. (laughs) You don't get to enjoy sunlight anymore. Whatever. You have to live forever. Which sounds terrible. Because everybody you know will keep dying and you will get so bored. But you're not the only vampire. Yeah, but you would still get super tired of things. Like, I feel like even a lot of um, older people, like, that are in their, like, 90s or even past 100, so often they say things like, yeah, no, I'm done now. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> They're but just, like, like, over it. But that's because you're, like, sitting there and you can't move anymore. Like, if you had eternity to go see everything cool in the world, hello? Yeah, but even that would be tricky, because, like, uh, people are gonna start getting suspicious and not give you a passport. Whatever, man. You can, you can hypnotize them. You can work around this. You're a vampire. You can't hypnotize literally everybody. Like, you know, every single person you meet, because there's always gonna be, there's gonna be, like, witnesses. There's... You know. Well, then my sexy and mysterious legend of immortality will follow me wherever I go. I feel like logistically it is so much more difficult than, you know, movies and TV shows make it seem. Don't care. I want what Laszlo and Nadja have. I think it's also way more tedious. Don't care. <laughs> Occasionally there will be something that depicts that, it, you know, a vampire is just being, like, bored and they're like, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't want to. Lame, I think weak. So tired. No, I, I I want what Laszlo and Nadja have. They seem like they they seem like they're having a great time. I want that. 
You can do that without being undead. Yeah, but it'd be more fun if I was. No. But again, I just I keep coming back to the not killing thing. Because, like, what if your your uh, hunger overcomes you around somebody you actually like and you accidentally kill them? Yeah. And plus, I feel like that would make you more callous over time, which very much is the case <laughs> on what we do in the shadows. Yeah. So I don't want to be, become that kind of person. I would rather just be me and die me. God, you're so well-adjusted. It's lame. <laughs> well, what do you want from me? A little insanity every now and again. I have my own brands of insanity. You have your insanity, I have mine. <laughs> How would you brand my insanity? Mmm. And, like, a brand name? Or, I don't know. <laughs> Describe it. Describe what makes ours different. I'm fascinated to hear your take. Well, like, so, I'm talking, like, the kind of things that people call you insane for versus the kind of things people call me insane for. Like, you would probably be called insane for, like, your obsession with, like, certain TV shows and Broadway musicals and things like that, right? Hell or yeah. You write your fan fiction, you do your cosplay, and people are like, you're crazy. People call me insane for doing things like 200-mile relay races and... Yeah, I do that a lot. I I do that no. a lot. Right? So I'm saying, like, we both we both have our, our crazy things. They're just different things. Is it friendship if you don't bully each other? More at eight. No, because it should be strong enough to bully each other. <laughs> okay, never mind. We don't need to do more. <laughs> okay, and this is probably another one that's going to highlight the differences between us as people. Yep. Um, you ever seen a ghost? It'd be great if you could have just played an actual clip. That would have been great, but we probably would get a copyright strike, and I and yeah. I just got the content violation strike off of our channel. For what? Um, because in our last episode, we got a content strike for uh, sexual content and nudity because we were talking about how another website no longer hosts NSFW content. So I had to appeal that. <laughs> Insane. Okay. Absolutely insane. But I did get it fixed. Does that happen because somebody reports it or because No, they, I uh, think the whatever like, algorithm they have flagged the fact that in the title of the um hobby drama post I shared, mm -hmm. there was a like part of the title was burning your porn stash. Got it. <laughs> so I think that got us. Yeah. A lot of things from that perspective. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, the question, I got distracted. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty speedy with uh copyright violations too. Mm -hmm. like, um for classic. Um no. I haven't either. <laughs> Do you want to? I was gonna say, I think where we would differ is whether well maybe on that question, but on whether you think they exist and it's even possible to see one. I, um, can't say definitively whether or not I think they exist. I kind of subscribe to, like, a lot of the things that Henry Zabrowski from last podcast says, where it's, like, it might be something we don't understand about different dimensions, parallel universes, energies that we don't have the capacity to measure or kind of quantify with the, like, you know, perceptive abilities that we as humans have. 
Um, mm. So, yeah, I think there might be something out there that maybe I would understand, perceive as, consider a ghost. Yeah, I mean, all of that to an extent. There's so much stuff we just do That's not my know. thing. I think it's incredibly yeah. arrogant of us to be like, we understand everything. Like, yeah, maybe there's some shit out there that we don't understand, and to our, you know, from what we can perceive and what we can name based on, like, you know, things in media, like, you know, we have an idea of what a quote-unquote ghost is based on, like, horror movies and stuff, so... Mm-hmm you know, we encounter some force that we don't understand and can only perceive in a certain capacity and our, like, you know, our minds would label that as a ghost because it's like poltergeist or it's like, you know, like XYZ that we have seen in media. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, again, tons of stuff we don't know. There are, I am reasonably confident there's got to be, like, alternate dimensions and you know the um the um oh my gosh parallel universes yeah but like kind of the multiverse yeah theory like that and so yeah there's certainly things that we don't understand that our minds can interpret as ghosts but at the same time do i believe that they those are people that previously lived in this universe no all right, fair enough. So there could be something we can interpret as ghosts, but I don't think it's a ghost in the sense of, like, the people who die come back as ghosts. <laughs> Interesting. I think it could be that, like, like you know, it's not like the person who, like, died remaining here. It's like, maybe they just, like, moved over one universe, and they can kind of just tap on the glass. Yeah, I mean, we don't really know what happens after you die, but... So, like, that's my hot take, but, um... Yeah, you want to see a ghost? I feel like I would only want to if it was, like, very clearly and definitively a ghost. Because, like, if I just saw some spooky thing and just spent my life wondering if I'd actually seen a ghost, I think that would haunt me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That wasn't even going to be an intentional pun when I realized what I was about to say. (laughs) Alright, pack it up. (laughs) Podcast done. That's as good as we're getting. We've but it peaked. would, you know, like, you always be like, did I, did, was that a ghost? Was my mind playing tricks on me? You know, did I imagine that? What if you saw but it with another I... person? Sorry? What if you were with another person? And they also saw the same thing? Yeah. I think that would help. Because then you could, like, verify that you saw the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Corroborate. I want to see yeah. a ghost. I want to see a ghost so bad. I'm so open to the experience. And they will not reveal themselves to me because of it. Yes, just like Henry. Yep, just like one. Henry. <laughs> just wanted too much. I wanted too much. We gotta get him on the podcast. Yeah, we gotta get yeah. him on the podcast. God, that'd be so much fun. Someday we will do it. I am manifesting that for us right now. By the way, I was watching. I watched like an hour of the Blob. Oh, fun! I'm watching that. Um, by the time that this episode is out, we will have already discussed this movie. But. Um, yeah. I'm watching that tonight when we finish recording, yes. after I scrub my makeup off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, do, I gotta finish it when I can find more time later. Love it. It's only like an hour left. Uh, but I, I was like, I'm not gonna say anything until we, we discuss it tomorrow. But 
just when you watch it, tell me if you notice a character that looks like a skinny Henry Zabrowski. Okay. I feel like I got real, real vibes. Oh, I don't think I ever told you this. When I was at the Red Sox game, this kid sitting in front of me, I swear to God, mini Marcus Parks. Just like this, like nine, like nine, ten year old kid, just like tall, pale, skinny, gangly, in desperate need of braces. Feet and hands too big for. Yep, I was just like someone shrank Marcus, and he is right here. For dark pickles. No, he was not. (laughs) (laughs) I love listening to old episodes of last podcast where he's referring to Carolina as pickle girlfriend and I'm like aw that's yeah. your wife yeah that's yeah. just so sweet it makes you feel like a time traveler like it I know does. What's it really does but yeah no um I am in the same boat as Henry Zabrowski I am far too open to the experience and the ghosts will not reveal themselves to me because of it yeah I figure if I'm just like very firm and like i don't believe in ghosts i will never see a ghost it'll be like one of the movies you know because it always starts off with somebody who denies that there exists what if we go into a what if we go into a haunted house together like a reportedly haunted location would our polar opposite views on the supernatural bring us to a middle ground where something might happen Mm. our two energies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that is (laughs) You'd be looking everywhere. Was that? What was that? Was that a ghost? And I'd be like, "Knock it off! It's just sounds." And no, literally, this is the beginning of a horror movie, and then y- you're the one who gets eaten. No. <laughs> we gotta bring a throwaway character for that. The uh, the you know the red shirt, as it were. Indeed. So we have to find like a dumb jock. Yeah. That we can make go investigate. <laughs> We're so <Yes>. mean. <laughs> I mean, these are horror movie tropes. We're just following the rules. Actually, question. How would you rate your ability to survive a horror movie? It would do pretty well. I'd like to think I would do well because of the amount of horror movies I've watched. Yeah, I mean, that that definitely factors in. But But I mean, if it's the world of the horror movie where those things don't exist and you don't know you're in a horror movie, I'm probably fucked. I was gonna say, we we had just talked about that. But like, me right now like, no change to, like, anything in my brain, I think I'd do, like, I think I could do okay. Yeah. I'd like to think I could do okay, just with with the amount of spooky movie watching that I've done, I like to think it would give me an advantage. Yeah, the problem is, though, like, when most people get killed in horror movies, it's not like, again, you're given a warning, like, it, it's a random noise, and you're like, what was that? And you think, you think there's a 99.9% chance it was nothing, you know? And so you're not on your guard, and that's how you die. This is true. And this right, is so the not, struggle. Yeah. You're just generally not given enough warning to mm. take evasive action. Yeah. So I think it has to be in the context of, I know I'm in a horror movie. Oh, if I know I'm in a horror movie, I'm golden. Yeah. I've seen so many. I'll be doing great. I know all the things not to do. Yeah. Yeah, if I know I'm in a horror movie, great. If if not, I'm screwed. Like my yeah. just like me as a person, I would be in so much trouble. Yeah. Yeah, again, I think you would just like 
get uh get killed. Oh, I'd get murked. I would probably be the first one to get murked. Yeah, because I think all the time about like the number of times you know, because I've largely lived alone my adult life, and all the times I've heard a random noise in my home and thought, hmm, sure hope no one broke in here to kill me. <laughs> no, literally every time when Piper was still here, I would like kind of forget that she was here, and then I would hear like creaking, and I'd be like. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she sidles up to me, and I'm like, oh my god, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'll hear, like, a thud, and I'll be like, oh, it must have been one of the cats, and then I realize they're both sleeping nearby. <laughs> like, That's terrifying. Don't like that. Yeah. At a certain point, I had myself commit, there's, like, a crawl space, sort of, like, what would be the attic of my townhouse, and I had myself convinced that there was, like, somebody up there once. What'd you do? Um, I mean, it was just squirrels. But I mean, like, in the moment, had you accepted your death? Yeah, I was just like, well, I'm just gonna just keep keep on keeping on, and if they uh, they come okay. out, you know, I'll deal with that. But, like, the, um... The way... <laughs> we'll deal with that when it happens. Well, the the way to get into my apartment from the, the crawl space is, like, there's um a door in the ceiling of my bedroom closet. And so... For that person to get down, they got to get past tons of boxes of stuff and my clothes and get out. The cl- They're going to make a ton of noise. There's no. This is very. Tr- this is very true. Yeah, but that right. is a wonderful bit of imagery for an actual horror movie. <laughs> I'm gonna file that away for later use. Yeah, I keep thinking about like, um, oh, some story about like people kept hearing sounds in their home and they didn't know where it was coming from. It turned out there was like a, a transient living in their attic for like months or something. I have heard stories like that before. Yeah. So I just keep thinking, I was like, well, if there's somebody living up there, um, I guess they really need to, cause who would want to live up there? So yeah. Just leave me alone. You're fine. Yeah. I swear there's one of those where like the people, like it was like yeah. someone who like lived alone and there was a transient like living in this person's crawl space and they just like became friends yeah. and are like roommates now. Yeah, there's, um, so there's a guy on YouTube who makes mostly, like, horror-themed type videos. Love it. Um, his name's Rob Gavigan. But I know he did, like, one of his, like, um, he got some Twisted Tens, like, the Countdown of Ten Things that mm. talked about one of those cases. But it was, like, very specifically, this guy had been living in their attic for months, and one day he came down and, like, attacked them. Oh, that's terrifying. That's what I was thinking about. That's yeah. not what you want. No, I like the one where they just like are roommates now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So you know, you never know what could happen. Yeah, Somebody you know, to live in a stranger's attic for that long, maybe unwell and such. Possible, yeah. That'd be pretty bold to. No, that's a bold move, but also you know, desperation. Yeah, you warmer at least than being outside in the winter. Very true. Um, yeah. The ghosts will not reveal themselves to me. No. And I don't like it. Who knows? Maybe someday. You got, you got many years ahead. I know. They didn't- I was in Salem and everything. Mm-hmm. At night? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, but I'm going on a ghost tour of Albany, like a walking tour of Albany, where it's like, ooh, here's some haunted location, like, here's some supposedly haunted, so maybe, maybe there's hope for me. Maybe this week. 
who knows, maybe someday you'll eat, like, a bad burrito or something and hallucinate a ghost, and then you'll think it was real. I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. I'll finish that sentence while we're not recording. Okay. <laughs> and, well, in that case, um, that does bring us to the end of our questions, though. So, perfect time to make a comment about no longer recording. Um, yay, donning the ears again for the outro. Um, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we'll be back again next week. I hope your Halloween is the absolute best. Enjoy the end of spooky season, everybody. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.